Let's set the stage for a second. You're wearing your favorite holy jeans or sweats. You choose. Pick a sweatshirt. Maybe layered over a really soft tee. Cozy socks, the kind that don't fit well in your shoes. Now, sit on the couch, pillows, and maybe a throw blanket in just the right spots. If you have a fireplace, make sure it's lit and sizzling. If not, no worries. You may be wondering how this is gardening. It is. Trust me. And it's the best kind. Welcome to the accidental farm where the donkeys are cuter than the zucchini. It's true. Donkeys are easier content to share in a way that makes you feel something. But this is the holy grail of gardening, and it might be the most fun part, too. Maybe. So glad you're joining me here for the daily 5-Minute Accidental Farm podcast. The downloads are going gangbusters thanks to you. It's hot in the small towns I mentioned yesterday, and also big in cities like New York, San Francisco, Seattle, Miami, Houston, Minneapolis, Atlanta, Detroit, and Las Vegas. If you know someone who lives in one of those cities or in another city I didn't mention, why don't you check and see if they're the ones listening? Wouldn't that be something? It doesn't matter how big or small your garden is. This is it. This is the way. You could have a market garden on two tightly packed acres, or you could have a container garden on your patio or fire escape. But let's start there. Make sure you have a notebook. This is a low-tech exercise. First, map out your approximate space. You can add more precise measurements later. For me, it's a tennis court-sized garden where the front third is mostly flowers and the back two-thirds are mostly vegetables. Then I have two peninsula-shaped gardens that serve as the grand entrance to the garden, one on either side of the entrance gate. So I sketch this out. I add a little tool shed just to the left of the entrance. I mark where the greenhouse is. I might look at the pictures on my phone to make general notes about which flowers are where. In my garden, I have raised beds. I started without any, but the weeds were everywhere and I kept trampling different parts of the plants with my hose. The next summer, I didn't have a garden because I worked all summer to build 21 beds. Just this past year, I replaced those beds with double high beds, about 24 inches high, in more of a long bed configuration where I hoped that my efforts at weeding would become more efficient. I did this fireside garden planning for nearly a year, and still I made changes on the fly when I was building it. Here is what you need to do most of all. Fantasize. Have fun. Imagine your garden the way you want it to be, no holds barred. Maybe you've always wanted a trellis, creeping with flowering vines. Where would you put it? Raised beds. How many? Where will you store your tools? How many do you have or need? What about a fence or a water source? Don't rein yourself in. You can always do that later. Sometimes you just dream about what you want, but think you can never have, and you come up with creative ways to prioritize what's next. Also, let me share with you something it took me 10 years to learn. Make space in your garden for people. Where would your visitors or admirers sit? Maybe have a glass of lemonade or rosé. I have found that my best helpers are the visitors who feel most welcome to hang out. Just passing that along. 
Now that the physical part of your garden has gotten some attention, make a list. Start with the veggies. This is the best place to be practical. Close your eyes. Walk into the supermarket and head to the produce section. What do you buy? What do you buy the most? What do you only buy occasionally? Make that list. Grow what you eat. Trust me, growing even two cucumber plants when you eat maybe one cucumber and one pickle a year is a waste of garden real estate. Don't grow it just because you think it's supposed to be part of your garden. Trust me. Another tip that was passed on to me but has taken me a little while to embrace is that potatoes, for example, take up a lot of garden space, deplete the soil, and can be purchased from the supermarket or farmer's market for a gentle price. Something to consider. I declared at dinner tonight that I was quitting potatoes in the coming year. My husband protested vehemently because he likes to dig them up. So, the potatoes are back on. Make a list of flowers that you like. Check your zone. It's easy to do this on the internet. I am zone 5. I also have deer here, so I make sure to leave plants that they don't like much outside the fence. This year I will be adding allium, and I have always wanted some cottage roses, so I'm thinking about if I can add those. Here's the magic. Plan. Remove the boundaries and dream, and then slowly rein it in for year one. If you plan now, you will be ready by spring. I will be sharing tips for garden planning on Instagram from here on out every Wednesday. And at 2 p.m. most Wednesdays, I go live from the greenhouse on Instagram at xoxofarmgirl with my friend Bev from Ohio, who also shares amazing tips. Now get planning and have fun. Mm -hmm.